Hey everybody, uh, we've got another excerpt uh, in with this podcast. Uh, we're here, uh, Tyler and I are still here at Lake Point uh, Sports Complex at the Charlie Corberson Baseball um, Camp. And i got a couple of special guests. Guys, I'm going to let you introduce yourselves. Uh, Timmy Money with the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, Jared England with the New York Mets. All right, it's good to have you guys. Good to have you guys here. So uh, tell me, how long have you been with the organization? Um, probably now close to 10 or 10 plus years okay started as a player in 2002 and i'm now scouting i've been scouting since 2009 okay so that's where i am man just a philly all the way through so far i got you okay all right and then with you how long have you been uh, the Mets? this would be my 10th year uh as area scout for the new york mets okay and uh before that i, I worked with the royals so i got you yeah. So, so primarily, both of you guys is your area uh, up in, uh, I guess, the southeast. Is that would that be safe to say y'all's area is southeast? In a sense, we have more of the Midwest, North. Okay, um, we do come south a little bit based on our teams and where those schools might go. The but Midwest is close to the south. You know, a lot of uh, travel baseball takes place here, so it's really a hop and a skip for us. It's the mecca. For travel baseball, no doubt. Yeah. If you if you never been to Lake Point uh, Sports Complex, seen the baseball facility, it's unbelievable. I never had anything like this playing baseball. Is this y'all's first time at Lake Point? No, no, no. Been oh, okay. Time. Gotcha. Okay. Very familiar. I gotcha. So, uh, yeah, the Midwest stays colder a little bit longer too. Yeah. So it's probably nice to get to come <laughs> south <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And how long have you been with the Mets? This be my tenth year. You're ten, you're, all right, that's right. Your tenth yeah. year, or so, and then you primarily in this area as well too. So, yeah. um, so what got you guys started in in uh, when when you were done with baseball? What got you started wanting to be a scout? I know you you just wanted to be close to baseball, continue being close to baseball, or how how did that work out for you? For me, um, you know, I, I had a hard time finding a regular job, and uh, I was working a bunch of camps and being around baseball all the time because it's what I knew and doing lessons and. Over time, you hang around the ballpark long enough, you know, you get to know people. Right. And, um, uh, one of my buddies got a job as a scout and needed some help, uh, so I started helping him a little bit and uh, learned the craft and went to scout school, and then an the opportunity presented itself, and they hired me on. And, so it's a school, a scout well, school. Yeah, well, yeah, everybody, okay. you know, somebody got, you know, you got to learn what you're looking for and <laughs> how you. to do it. It's, you know, I got gotcha. you. Um, I mean, it's, as a player, looking at the game, you know, on the field as a player and then watching it from behind the fence as a scout, man, it's a it's a whole different perspective. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things as a player that I didn't understand uh, about what those guys were doing, how they only how they only watch one inning and left or, you know, yeah, uh, that as a as a scout, I understand, you know, uh, it makes a lot more sense. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's just interesting. You know, you, you think you understand, but you don't until you get behind the curtain. So. You're, you're focusing on something totally different as being on the field, as behind the fence, I'm sure. Yeah. It's a lot different. So, Yeah, and this is the same for me. I was just kind of blessed after I finished playing. Our scouting director and assistant scouting director, they, they kind of had a list of guys, you know, players. And I was on that list, you know, fortunate enough. And, you know, during that time there was the uh, – Major League, uh, Major League, Major League Baseball had the scouting bureau, and they had the scout school out in Arizona. So that's what we would be able to go to. Okay, it was a week, you know, to be able to just see different, 
professional teams and evaluate them and learn how to write reports and learn what you're looking for as mm-hmm. far as being a scout and not a player anymore. Um, and that's just kind of how I got into it. They had my name on a list and called me one day and said, let's go out there. And I mean, that was all she wrote, you know, yeah. but it, it was really a, a eye opener for me. You okay. know, again, just being a player, you don't know certain things. Right. Yeah. And what people are looking for. And you're like, wait a second. That's what everybody was looking at. me. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was just fortunate enough that they saw something in me. Um, to believe in me and want to send me out there and see how it worked out. Yeah. I know a lot of kids uh, coming up through high school, and I coached baseball a little bit, and then, of course, Tyler had played for a while. Um, a lot of a lot of the percentages is really the odds are stacked against you. You know, there's so many kids. And there's so many roster spots. You know, there's only so many teams. Uh, and then you got the international players now. So you, you, you got a, a kid that's great at 18 years old in the United States, but then you've got an international player that's, He's 22 years old, probably been playing baseball since he was eight. And just uh, he's, a, he's a grown man compared to the 18-year-old kid coming out of high school. So, um, But when you do make it, when you do get drafted, I mean, that's, 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 pretty, that's pretty strong uh, to say about yourself, that you're able to draft to a major league team when there's so much, so much out there. There's so many options out there for these teams to look at and draft these guys. So, Oh, yeah. And, I mean, the draft is, you got to think, at one point it was 50 rounds. You know, and, and dropped to 40. Yeah. You know, so the, the one thing a lot of scouts always told me, it doesn't matter what round you get drafted in. Like, just think about it. There was only, you know, 1,400 people in the country. Right. That were drafted out of millions of baseball players. And when you start looking at that perspective. Yeah. It does let you know, okay, out of 1,400 players, even though the odds are against you, Somebody saw something. Yeah, you made the cut. An opportunity, you know. So, you know, that's what I always say to guys, especially, you know, even some of these kids now, the freshmen, sophomores out here with the second group. You you don't know, but there is at least one or two big leaguers out there. Yeah, like honestly, it's just the percentages, and it could Mm -hmm. be none. Yeah, but there is somebody. I I guarantee you, if you just took everybody's name and just put them on the board. And he just went back at that board about seven years. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. Match some names up yeah. after that. It's yep. just, it's just like I remember Charlie would say. He said it only takes one to like you. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> That's all it takes is just one to like you. So, now what? Do you, what is? What specific things do y'all? Is there specific things that y'all is that y'all look at and y'all go, no nah, man, I can't, I can't touch this kid. Is there? I mean, is is there? Is there big red flags where you go? You know, this kid's got a ton of talent, but. You know, this is going on. There's no way I can't touch this kid. Hope somebody else picks him up and he gets his life right. <laughs> well, you, you you want you want a guy for me that has an idea on what he's trying to do and what he's trying to accomplish. Uh, he 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 has an understanding. He's just not out there without thought. You know, just running running somewhere to be running. He's 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 got a purpose. Uh, you know, an understanding of the game and what the object of the game is, and he doesn't overcomplicate it. I I don't like guys that think too much. But I also don't like guys that don't think at think all. At all. So, right. Uh, you know, there's uh, there's a, <clears throat> a sweet spot in between the two, and, and you're looking for somebody who kind of gets it, you mm-hmm. know, can handle pressure, has some discipline, work ethic. Um, you know, he can just pull himself away from his friends. He's not afraid to be, be solo because that's what it's going to be. You know, uh, if you're in high school, you know, there's only so many guys on the baseball team or in college and – the other buddies want to party and do this and do that, and you got to be able to 
if you want to keep playing baseball, you hey. got to separate it. I yeah. said this in our interview with Charlie, but um, baseball is not all about physical strength. The majority of it is mental strength and how you handle yourself on the field. Absolutely. I mean, the game is set up to fail. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so you, you you like those guys that some people will say is nonchalant and he doesn't care. Yeah. But that kid can also just say, hey, man, he gets it and understands I get another at bat. I'm going to have four more. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If I strike out four times, I'm playing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to wait till next go Sunday. About it. Right? Yeah. right. Got a game tomorrow. So those guys, to me, separate themselves immediately because I know the game is set up to fail. I mean, yeah. even in the minor leagues on my journey is long bus rides. You get in at 3 a.m. and you got to be at the and field hope, next day. you hope day. there's a restaurant close right. that you can eat you know? at. So, I mean, nowadays it's, it's a lot better scripted. You know, these guys eat mm-hmm. very well. And, right. Um, they're not traveling as much, but it's still the grind. Yeah. So those guys, for me, stand out. You know, the guys that are just – that carry themselves like big leaguers already. I think you know? I think it's funny, uh, you know, because we have the Rome Braves and the visiting teams come in, and they guys, those guys got to be spoiled. They've got to love to come to Rome because their hotel's right here. Man, they can walk to Applebee's or Subway, or they got all these places to eat. And I'm sure there's some towns they go into that oh, yeah. it ain't like that. <laughs> if the Taco Bell's open when yeah. we get done, maybe we can get some food. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I know these, these, Rome, these guys coming into Rome are, are spoiled. Now they're going to have a – well, they got Panda Express and Chipotle. They just yeah. Now, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they got you know that's the other thing too. They got to look at. I mean, it's and like you said, it's a grind and it's a it's a journey. Well, I, I'll say this about grind and you know a, a lot of times people find that as a reason not not to pursue baseball because there's only so many make it to the highest level. But that goes for everything. How many people going to be CEOs? You know, no yeah. doubt. Everything's a grind. It's it's what you determine is success and what's worth you know, going for just yeah. because you don't play in the major leagues 10 years doesn't mean you can't make money and do something you love yeah. and, you know, become a scout or whatever the case is. I mean, we just signed a guy. He's making $175,000, hadn't pitched one day in the big leagues, and that's prorated over six months. He's a minor league. He plays mm-hmm. baseball every day. He's 25 years old. I mean, yeah. and, and the minimum is 175 and the upside is millions. Yeah. You know, so I, that don't sound too bad to me. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people want to look at these guys like they're God-blessed, and some of them do. You have to have some talent, but a lot of these guys work their way mm-hmm. to where they're at. It wasn't know? given to them. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, for anybody who says – Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant or, you know, whoever the player is in any sport was born the best. It's taking all the credit away from them guys and their right. work ethic. Right, because that's, that's two of the hardest working guys in the game, hands Absolutely. down. And you do not, I mean, you don't see that work ethic in a lot of a lot of young guys anymore. I mean, and, and that's even in the workforce. I mean, you don't see a lot of work ethic in people these days, so – they so want they, it easy. They yeah, want it fast. I mean, they, I, I own, I'm telling you, I own a business, and I know they want they want maximum pay for minimum. Yeah. You know, it's those Disney so, movies, man. Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody want an angel in the outfield. You yeah. know, somebody something something magic to happen. Somebody come yeah. pick you out of a bunch. But now you, you know. see, you, know, you do see sometimes you got the bonus babies and the guys that make the big bucks right out, and uh, you know, and you see it more prevalent, I guess, in the NFL when guys get. I mean. Ninety million, forty-five million, you know, thirty million guaranteed, and and man, they're done. Like that, that's it. Yeah. That's it. They ain't gonna hit another lick for the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. And once that contract runs out, or hopefully they get traded or or dumped, you know, it's uh. But you don't see it as much in baseball. 
I'm telling you, baseball's a different, it's a different breed. It's a different animal. Uh, it's okay. This guy's cutting grass behind us over here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not real. But, uh, but, but a baseball player to me is, uh, uh, there's, there's something more there between, between the ears. Than, yeah. Uh, it's, well, yeah. You gotta, I mean, you know, it's, it's pace to it. You know, it's not going to happen overnight and you have to have that understanding going in and keep showing up and, yeah. and give yourself a chance. Cause when you stop showing up, you took yourself out. The yeah. Game, you're I mean. done. Yeah. There's, there's, there's how many, <laughs> right. there's how many, uh, Position players is sit back in the minor leagues waiting to take your spot. I mean, you the hungry guys ready all day. I tell you what, mentally you can't get too far ahead of yourself figuring mm-hmm. out who's where. I mean, because he might twist his ankle, he might mess up uh, uh, doing something off the field, and you know, next thing you know, you're the last man standing, and that's and that's really what it's about. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you got to be ready. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Stay ready, so yeah. you don't have to get ready. So that's mm-hmm. what's that's the right. that's what's the best advice you can give somebody you're looking at right now? Just just well, control what you can. Yeah. You know, work on your craft. Don't you know? Keep the blinders on and stay focused. You you want to you you need feedback because you need to figure out where you need to get better or if this is working. And who, you got to take the criticism. Are. Yeah, but you got to you know you don't you don't have to believe it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then prove somebody wrong. Right. You know? It's one of those things. But if if you continue to do something and you're not having success, you have to be able to reevaluate, go back to the drawing board, and figure out you know. You reverse engineer and figure out where am I going wrong? What's not working here? Those, gotcha. that that's what I look for because those are the guys who ultimately figure it out. You're not going to get it all right the first time. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to play around with it and tinker a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Baseball is such a just um, a different sport than all the other ones. Like uh, a lot of sports, you got to have a one track mind, you know. But in baseball, you got to be more open minded and aware of everything that's going on around you. It's not just all about you. So, and you got to be thinking two plays ahead, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's like a like a game of chess out there. You got to be thinking ahead, of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't be playing checkers, no, because no. <laughs> you don't get to play Absolutely. long. So, you know, I I think that's it's for everybody that if you have the dream, you you keep that dream. Yeah, you know, and and again, it's that realistic mindset, but you just got to keep it. Right, right. I mean, and this is kind of backtracking, but it's the same thing that Jared said is. I honestly didn't even know, you know, scouting was an option for me. Mm-hmm. As a player, I only thought big leagues. I'm mm-hmm. not thinking, you know, when I'm done, am I going to do this? Yeah, right. Or any, it's the big leagues. And when you stop, it's kind of a shock. Like, wait a second. What, you know, what's going on here? Yeah. But when that opportunity presents itself and now you're looking at like, wow, there's a lot of different things I can do mm-hmm. to still be around the game and, you know, you just got to keep that passion. When it's I like, see guys that really love baseball, and, and the, f- the first group always gets me excited because those kids are so just fresh, mm-hmm. right? And they see you and they just want to play, and they have a lot of joy. Yeah. And I think a lot of times if kids, you know, that are in that high school age or even college can get back around those kids, mm-hmm. it'll help them remember. Right, absolutely. The joy that is mm-hmm. still in the game because yeah. – Honestly, even us, you know, it, it's been kind of taken to another level of everything is so serious, so quick. Yeah. Right. Eighth graders, ninth graders, everybody's training, got personal trainers doing these things, doing these things. It's still a game. As soon as you get older, it's like the pressure zone that it's now or never. Right. Yeah. And and that's not true. You know, everybody has a different path. Yeah. But again, this helps me like anytime I have an opportunity. And I mean, Jared and I, since I've moved to Tennessee, 
we've kind of been doing a lot of clinics together. Usually if he's doing something, I'm there. We're, we're kind of there together. And it's a joy, honestly. It right. helps you because now you understand what what the players that are coming are thinking about. How are they moving? What's their mentality? Right. And it kind of helps us, you know, in our own way to kind of stay ahead and understand and connect with that kid. Yeah, right? If absolutely. there's a new thing, like you said, with your scully sleep, right? If that was something, now we know, like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. So now if yeah. it comes out, now it might be something that he understands. Oh, like, you, you heard about us before? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think part of it is just, just staying with your craft and, like, really loving the game. And you right. got to love it. Absolutely. You got to love what you're doing yeah. and, and just keep working at it. Yeah. That's uh, the thing with Tyler when he played, you know, he – he played with two different teams. He played with Charlie, and then uh, another team would pick him up. And so, I mean, there'd be there'd be weekends we played nine, but he played nine baseball games in a weekend. But he was how old was he? Like sixteen then? Yeah, 16, 16, 17. 17. Um But then you know he had some issues with his ankles, and it kind of put him into you know to to playing ball. But uh, but but I mean, without a doubt, he loved it, and he was always in it and playing it. So. So yeah, we uh so and again he played with Charlie and man we was very thankful to have somebody like Charlie and his guidance and be there. Uh, you know Charlie Charlie tells it like it is and Charlie Charlie like he'd be like a scout too. You know he yeah. he can point it out and he spent tons of time with Tyler fixing the, the holes in his swing and things like that. And uh, but uh, but yeah, you gotta love it, man, and you gotta yeah. have good people surrounding you. You gotta have good people around you. Because if you don't, yeah. that'll get you easily discouraged real quick. Well, so. Some people discourage you, man. They say yeah, that's absolutely. unrealistic. It's high school coach is terrible. You know, yeah. that's, not, <laughs> yeah. that's not practical. You can't do this. Can't, uh, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, and, you know, in, in talking about, you know, I was talking with uh, Charlie about Freddie Freeman's swing, and he's had that, that, that loopy swing he's got. And, I mean, it worked out pretty well for him, as yep. Charlie was saying, but, you know, Tyler's swing was different. But we, his high school coach, tried to have every single kid on the team swinging the same way. And I'm like, man, we're not carbon yeah, copies. Yeah, of each everybody's other. not built the same. You can't, you can't expect a kid, to, all everybody to swing, stand the same way, swing Correct. the same way. So, but uh, yeah, you're right. As, as far as like, you can get discouraged by people too. So that's that's when you're talking about the focus. You got to stay focused. So, mm-hmm. so all you folks coming up playing ball, you got. Got to stay focused, man. I'll say this: I I tell players all the time, it's your career. You got to take accountability. Don't wait for somebody to invite you in the cage or invite you to come hit, or don't blame it on the coach because you don't have a college. I mean, that's that's a good good way to fail. You know what I mean? Waiting on somebody else to do something for you. If you want to be a baseball player, I mean, especially now in the day of the internet and everything, I mean, you can go. That's what I was going to ask you guys about. What do you think about? I mean, I know social media is it can be very bad, but as far as recruiting goes, I mean that's a big recruiting tool now. Is is uh, you know you're you know filming what you're doing and and getting out there to these coaches and letting them see it. So do you guys recommend that, or, or is that something that's like? It's a uh, tool. It's another tool. I got you. Right. Use it to your advantage, right? I mean, th- there might be a time we're in. Uh, I mean, like we're here now, and the kid is you know, in California. You yeah, know, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. in California yeah. with him, you know, yeah. and you see it and you say, OK, I'm, I might take his name and you might remember him because you want to see him in person. Mm-hmm. But it, it's never um, a bad thing. Yeah. You know, to, to, to put yourself out there, especially on that platform that's free and it's for everybody. Just get your yeah. name out there. Yeah. 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 Get some recognition. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, that's absolutely. what even even with my company, I mean, 
that social media is free advertising, man. You got to get Absolutely. So, yeah, for sure. Get it out as much as you can. Can't win the lotto without a ticket. That's exactly <laughs> That's true. right. Man, I wish I would have won that thing. Yeah, Good sir. Lord. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask both of you, uh, in the Phillies organization, who's somebody that you've looked at and scouted and said, man, this kid is – if you can give me that information, as far as so guys like, that I've signed, just just talent wise, like overall, like man, this kid is un, he's off the chain, off the charts, unbelievable. Well, I would have to say everybody. Yeah, <laughs> good answer. System, that's a great yeah. answer. That's a great everybody answer. Everybody in our system. <laughs> Who is someone that Sports Center would say this guy's off the chain? <laughs> no, that's you a great know, answer. Yeah, that's unfair. I didn't mean to handcuff you like that. No, it's so. all good. <laughs> quick no, thinker, quick on our feet. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's fun, you know. You get to see guys like Dansby Swanson or, or whoever it is as an amateur, whether we drafted him or not, or Walker Bueller or uh, Will Smith of the Dodgers and uh, Mookie Bet. I mean, you know, seeing those kids when they were 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, and then watching them, you know, become who they are, mature, and then end up on television, it just tells you, yeah. hey, it's possible. I'm going to tell you when Mookie Betts caught that home run ball, so I went to bed. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm done. I'm going to sleep now. It's over. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> so I ain't going to forgive him either. Right, so, right. Yeah, and, I have to, and I'll have to tell you, too, I'm a, uh, I'm a big Braves fan, so uh, y'all gave me oh, – t- you, you both gave me a reason to like the Phillies and the Mets, okay? Awesome. So, so that's good. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes so. <laughs> Look, man, I appreciate y'all's time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I think the conversation we had has is, is got a ton of knowledge in it, and any, anybody that's listening to this has it's got a kid playing baseball – or just a kid, just a kid every day, you know, trying to find their path. Uh, I guess the best lesson learned here is uh, be accountable and uh, keep grinding and don't give up and don't let somebody else make decisions for you. That's so right. You'll be the one to call the shots at the end of the day. Absolutely. Don't let somebody else tell you that you that you uh, ain't worthy. That's so, right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Thank you guys so much, man. Thank you, I appreciate man. it. Thank appreciate you. Guys. Thank, Thank you. Take care. Yeah, Thank All right. you. All right. See you. Thank you.